Hello and welcome to the Business Whisperer podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Adila Rafiz, the global business whisperer. If you are wondering how to create a life in business that is intuitive, authentic, and successful, that is exactly what we are here to help you do each and every week, where we bring you episodes, interviews, tools, tips, everything that you are looking for to help you realize that the most important ingredient in your business is you, and listening to the whispers of your intuition, your gut instinct. It has helped me create a business beyond my wildest dreams, and I'm here to now help you do the same. So if you are ready to download some of this business whispering magic into your life and business, stay tuned because you're in the right place. Today I wanted to talk about the changes in the economy, the things that you are seeing, hearing and reading about when it comes to the economic recession or the crash that's imminent, changes in buyer behavior and what you can do to ensure success for you and your business, not just for now, but also for the future. No matter where you are in the world, you're probably hearing about this, you're seeing it, and you may already be experiencing changes in how consumers are buying from you in your business, or actually how you yourself are interacting and buying from businesses around you. So I specialize in working with service-based businesses and service-based business owners. And within that group, like myself, I work with a lot of coaches, healers, facilitators, and practitioners. And when the economy changes, when there is changes that are imminent and that are affecting people across the board, I think it's important to remember that it's not that people are going to stop buying completely. But what I do believe it's important for you to understand is that buyers become much more discerning. That means they spend a lot more time thinking about and really determining whether or not this is the right place for them to invest their money at this time. So what do you need to therefore understand and how do you need to change what you are doing in your business so that you can ensure that the sales in your business continue and your business is still viable and actually possibly even flourishing even during times of economic change. So here are a couple of the things that I think you need to address and perhaps change uh, what you are doing in your business to ensure that you're meeting the needs of your consumers, the people that are buying your service, buying your product, investing with you, no matter what industry you are in. Number one, we need to communicate value in a way that really helps them feel confident and comfortable that this is in fact a good place for for them to spend their money right now. A good investment to make given that they might not be spending as readily as they were last year or the years before that. So are you communicating not just what your product or your service is, but the features, the benefits, and who this is for, and how it is helping them. Are you making it really clear and easy for your potential buyers to understand what it is they will receive in exchange for their investment? Because what happens as the economy changes and cash flow becomes tighter is people think more about where they are spending their money. 
And if there is doubt, if there is not enough information, that same purchase, that same product that they may have spent money on without thinking last year, because cash flow was not a problem, people are going to be stopping and thinking about it a little bit, a little bit more. So if you don't have enough information, if you haven't updated the um, description on your products or services, if you're not communicating in depth exactly who this is for and how it's going to deliver value to them, that might be the purchase that people skip over. So this might be a time for you to look at your product descriptions. It might be a time for you to look at how many times are you going live and talking about what it is that you're offering and who it's for and how it's going to help them. How much time are you spending really showing the difference, maybe sharing case studies, maybe sharing examples of the benefit for them and that all of the perks and benefits that your product or service has, perhaps compared to the others in the market that they would be comparing to, to make that decision easier for them, to make your product or service the one that buyers decide to part with their cash with for. Number two, I do believe that people need more time. Before, when cash flow is not an issue, we spend money without really thinking about it. And we make small, medium, and even high ticket purchases without having the same amount of time that we might be taking now to make those same investments. So what this means for us is if you have a business model where you were used to sales happening in really short periods, if you were using flash sales as a major driver in your business, if you were used to a two-week or a four-week marketing run, no matter what it is that you're selling, especially as those uh, tickets become higher ticket offers, I really think people are taking more time. They need a little bit more time to plan. Again, it's not that they are not going to invest at all, but people are really starting to need time to feel confident that they are going to be able to meet all of their financial outgoings. And so if they're making a large investment, even if it's on a payment plan, they are needing to truly feel confident that they are able to invest in this right now and that they are able to service that payment plan or that um, credit card payment in the future. So there's probably more planning involved. If you look at your own buyer behavior right now, you might see that reflected in how you're making decisions as well. You might be thinking, I need more information and more time to plan my investments for the next year. I need to really think about where I want to be spending my money. And you're really looking at plotting that into your calendar or into your financial planning. Buyers be uh, behaving in the same way. If that's what you're thinking about, you can guarantee that your buyers are thinking about that same thing. So if you are used to um, your audience buying from you in a really short period, what you might notice is that two day, one week, one month um, turnaround for sales is not creating the same volume that it was previously. And that's because I think people need more time from seeing an offer, 
seeing something that they like, seeing something that they are really interested in, and actually feeling confident and comfortable in making that investment. So something that I'm doing in my business is I'm letting um, my audience know, and especially those people who I know tend to buy from me, people in my memberships, um, my practitioners in the Life Whispering Institute, people who are likely to invest, I'm letting them know from now what my offers are for 2023. I'm letting them know from now what our class schedule is looking like for the first half of next year so that they can start to plan ahead and they are also having the opportunity to invest from now at early bird pricing for things that they know that they want to do in the next six months. So People do require more time from when they initially find out about something to when that offer is going to close. So if you have been giving yourself really short amounts of time to close your cart, um, if you run events, if until now it had been working for you to have a two-week, three-week, four-week lead time for your classes or events, you're probably going to find that's not enough time now. People need time to plan and they need time to fit in those um, financial obligations. And so you need to start putting your events or your classes or even your master classes, even those things that you don't consider so high ticket, you might need to start giving people, you know, four weeks, eight weeks, even three months notice and having early bird or super early bird offers to start to fill those places. And finally, you might realize that it's important for you to start going to where your buyers are, where your ideal clients are, rather than waiting for them to come to you. As you notice these changes in buyer behavior, it's not that there are no more buyers. It's not that there are no more ideal clients out there for you. But if until now it had been working for you to just do what you do, put it across your social media, put it out into your newsletter list, put it out to the people that already know you and have those same people invest with you. You might notice not only a plateau, but you might start to notice a drop off in the engagement rates and in the number of sales that you are making. And so it might be time for you to start spending more of your effort, more of your energy and more of your time going to where you're going to find more of your ideal clients, more of your potential ideal clients, start growing and building your audience without waiting for them to come to you, without expecting your existing audience to be the ones that fill your offers. So what is your plan for growth? during this time of economic change? How are you spreading the word about who you are, what your business is, what services you offer, what products you have available, and where can you find new audience? Where can you start to grow your client base so that you're not experiencing a decline or a decrease in sales because your audience are maxed out? This is something you need to do at all times in all cycles of business anyway, but in this current economy, if you haven't spent much time thinking about where am I finding new eyes and ears to listen to my offer, to look at what I'm offering, and to realize that this is what they have been looking for, the 
thinking outside the box that you might need to start doing now is going outside of your comfort zone looking at where you haven't been reaching new clients or potential clients. Look at where you haven't been putting enough effort or energy into actually making sure you have fresh pairs of eyes and fresh pairs of ears, finding out about who you are and what you have to offer because your audience had been buying and you'd been pretty comfortable over the last two years. So it's an exciting time if you want to look at it this way, because during times of economic change, when the market is changing, no matter what industry you are in, if you're willing to have the right mindset, this can actually still be a time of growth for you. This can actually be a time where you also realize that there is so much more you could be doing to continuously have growth in your business. When our backs are against the wall, when we notice a change in what our sales are and we're not making as much money as we would like to, it normally forces us to get more creative. And those creative ideas and that increased energy that you put into finding more buyers and to creating more sales is something that will actually change your business for the future, not just for now. And this is what you need to realize is this is one of the greatest times of opportunity that you will have. If you can succeed during an economic downturn where everyone else is expecting doom and gloom, where everyone else is expecting to make less money, your mindset and the actions you take are going to determine your success and you can have great success even if nobody else in your industry is experiencing that. So the top three things again for you to look at, for you to focus on and for you to spend some time and attention when you're putting your offers out there is realizing that buyers are more discerning and you need to be communicating your value in perhaps much more explicit ways than you were before. Number two, giving your buyers more time from the moment you first present your offer or you first release something to your audience to when you're going to close that cart or have a deadline or have an auction or have whatever it is that you're doing, people will need more time. So allocate longer um, cycles in your sales cycles. And number three, Start to get creative from now, start to go outside of your comfort zone and start to find more of your ideal clients in places that you hadn't been looking for them before. You cannot sit back and wait for them to find you on social media, to come across your website, to email you and come directly to your inbox. So I hope that's been helpful. If it has, please leave me a review or share this episode with another business owner. And if you have any questions, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me a message on social media or email me at adela at dradelarafees.com. Take care and see you next time. And that wraps up another episode of the Business Whisperer podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Your support means the world to me. Now, as always, if you found value in today's episode, do me a favor and share it with someone who you know would love this information or leave us a review so you can help other people find this podcast too. Wishing you so much success ahead. And as always, remember, keep following the whispers.